Welcome to the Wellness and Weight Loss for Busy Teachers podcast, bringing you actionable tips to help you live your best life. I'm your host, Tracy Baird. If you care about nutrition and fitness and want to make progress in your unique wellness journey, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hello, my friend, and welcome back to the podcast. I wanted to talk to you today about a practice that actually is known to increase happiness. Did you know that researchers have found that about 50% of each person's happiness is genetic <laughs> and, and 10% is based on life circumstances, whereas 40% is based on things you can control, things that you do, choices that you make. Most of us tend to think that our circumstances dictate our happiness, but really our circumstances are only about 10% of our happiness as far as the research goes. So I find this really encouraging. I actually feel quite blessed. I think I'm one of the lucky uh, winners of the genetic lottery where my base rate of happiness is pretty high. I'm very optimistic and that just sort of comes naturally to me. But I am learning. I'm one of those lifetime learner types and I'm learning about what I can do to make myself the most happy. And that contributes to my overall wellness. So one thing that you can do that I would encourage you to do, especially in this season of Thanksgiving and the holidays, is create a gratitude journal. So I wanted to just reflect on this as it pertains to science. (laughs) So I think just generally being grateful or reflecting on what you're grateful for, what you're thankful for is awesome. But I'm even more interested in what the science says. So there was a study where participants had to write five things they were thankful for once a week for 10 weeks. And then other people in different groups were assigned to write five hassles they experienced that week or just five life events they experienced that week. And so when they compared the people On the days where they were writing things they were thankful for, compared to the control group, the people who were writing down things they were grateful for actually were more optimistic, more satisfied with life. They had fewer bad health symptoms, for example, fewer headaches, and they actually spent more time exercising. So I thought that was really interesting. But additional research was done about can a gratitude journal help you over the long term and with sustained happiness, not just happiness on the days when you're doing it. So some additional research was done and I thought the instructions were kind of interesting because the instruction said something about think about things that happened this week, things that happened this week that you were thankful for. So I think this twist of things that happened also adds sort of a category of things to be grateful for or things to be thankful for. Things that happen like events. Whereas previously, I think a lot of people, when it says write down five things you're thankful for, they might say, you know, my dog, <laughs> things like that. But if you write down something that is actually an event that happened, that's another way to practice gratitude. And I also think it helps you encode these things in your brain if you actually write them down. And then are they're also written down for you to reflect on in the future. So that's an added benefit. So it was discovered that by writing down things in a gratitude journal once a week, 
it caused a sustained increase in happiness, not just on that day. Now, interestingly, they had people do this three times per week, and they did not get the same benefits as the people who did this once per week. So that just can inform our habit of creating a gratitude journal that probably the best timing is once a week. Although everyone is an individual, that is the best overall time, but you might benefit from doing it more frequently or a little bit less frequently. But I would recommend, based on the science, that you start a gratitude journaling practice. And you can just use a notebook that you have at home. I would recommend a devoted notebook rather than just different writing at different places and different on different days. Then you can, if you like this sort of a thing, you can go to the store or go online and order a fancy gratitude journal, a nice leather bound or, you know, pretty paper. Get some nice pens if you like, but that is not necessary. You can also find apps that are gratitude journal apps, or you could just go, you know, if you want to do high tech, but, you know, not a lot of complexity to it, you can just use the notes section of your phone and that would be a gratitude journal as well. Hey, it's Tracy. I'm cutting in and interrupting myself because I really want to connect with you. You can find me on social media at Tracy Baird Wellness on Facebook and Instagram. Now, back to the show. Another more high-tech way to keep a gratitude journal would be to do it in an app. I just simply went to the app store and typed in gratitude journal and I saw an array of options. I don't have a certain one to recommend, but try one out and message me and let me know how that goes. So, I'm encouraging you to start a once-per-week gratitude journaling practice. It'd be great if you could do this as a habit. So a tip for doing it once per week would be to find some things that you do once per week already. Think about which of those things the journaling habit could attach to. This is called habit stacking. So it's just a great idea if you're trying to do something on a certain pattern to find something else that you already do on the same pattern and attach that habit sort of on the back of it. For example, for me to do a gratitude journal once per week, I could think about what things do I do only once per week. And a lot of things I do on Saturday or Sunday would be once per week habits. So for example, I attend church on Sunday. So perhaps, you know, when I'm sitting waiting for church to start, (laughs) I could start my gratitude journal habit at that time. Okay, I want to give a shout out to a book called The How of Happiness. The author. I hope her name is pronounced Sonia Lubomirsky, and I wanted to give that book a shout out. It's it's a pretty uh, scientific-y book, but totally worth the read if you're interested in happiness and especially happiness research and strategies for scientifically improving your happiness. So I got some of this information from Sonia's book, and I wanted to recommend the book to you. I will drop a link to that in the show notes. So some other things I learned for cultivating your gratitude habit is keeping it fresh. So you might just naturally think of different categories of things to be grateful for. So maybe one time you do nature, one time you do family, another time work, maybe events that happened this week. Maybe um, if you're a person of faith, some things that you saw God doing. Another idea along the same lines of keeping it fresh is to find some gratitude prompts. So I just put gratitude journaling 
or gratitude prompts into my my Google search and tons of free resources came up. So take part in one of those free resources. Just download that and that will help you think of new ideas of things you can be grateful for. Also keeping it fresh, you might want to vary the timing or the format of your gratitude journaling habit if you start getting bored of it. So just say after, you know, months of journaling during the time leading up to my church service, I'm finding maybe I want to socialize with people (laughs) and not do my gratitude journal during that time. Well, maybe I could find another time, such as right after breakfast on Saturday, something like that. Or perhaps when I'm waiting for the coffee to brew on Saturday morning. Another idea for keeping your habit going is to get a partner and talk to this partner for accountability and just in general to build your relationship with that person. So a lot of research has shown people who are in more social relationships are happier. So I'd encourage you to find a like-minded friend who wants to cultivate a spirit of gratitude, who wants to be happier, and maybe have a phone call once a week. Put that on your calendar as a pop-up. You could just text if you want to keep it simple, but I think meeting face-to-face maybe for a walk or having a phone call would probably be even better. So years ago, I've never been a reliable gratitude journaler. I aspire to start, but I have a story that I think is kind of funny where I attended a retreat years ago and the speaker was Anne Voskamp, who is an extremely popular author. I know that even the book I'm about to tell you about, which is called 1000 Gifts, has sold more than 1 million copies. So she's very successful in her writing career. She has a beautiful blog. She writes with an extremely poetic style. I'm more of a clarity, cut to the chase, tell it like it is, more so than a poetic consumer of writing. So Anne's style is so many of my friends adore it. I just like it okay as a variety. I'm not drawn to it especially. So I went to this conference and she was the speaker and the book that she had just released and sort of the topic of the whole event was about gratitude, gratitude journaling. Her book, 1000 Gifts, talks about finding things to be thankful for, the amazing grace that's happening every day and kind of being aware of, you know, the hand of God or things in nature. And literally the book is asking you to create a list of 1,000 items you are thankful for. So this is like a mega gratitude journal. So I was sitting in the audience attending this conference and (laughs) it came up, they were going to give away the book. I believe there were 450 people at the conference. And I said, as the speaker was telling about different things they were going to raffle off, I said, God, this is in my own mind. I was praying, God, I am not going to read this book. If you want me to read the book, you better find a way to give it to me. Wouldn't you know it, moments later, who has won the free copy, the giveaway copy of 1,000 Gifts by Ann Voskamp? Tracy Baird. (laughs) So be careful what you pray for. But I want to admit, I've never fully finished the book. That's terrible. I basically got an assignment from God to read a book and I have not completed it. So I want to commit to you guys, my podcast listeners, that by January 1st, I will have read the book. Feel free to message me after January 1st. And if I have not read the book, 
I will send you the book, but <laughs> I will read the book. So in conclusion, I just want to focus on through this busy holiday season, things we can all do that are simple things that are actionable that we can do to make ourselves thrive through the holidays and not just sort of survive them. Many people just love the holidays. Other people basically barely survive them. So this is actually good for both types of people. The practice of starting a once per week gratitude journaling practice. So let me know how that goes. I would love to hear from you. I'm here because I care about you. I want you to live your best life and I believe you are worth it. Thank you for listening to the Wellness and Weight Loss for Busy Teachers podcast. For more from me, head over to my website and grab my latest free resource. You can find it at tracybairdwellness.com slash free. That's F-R-E-E. If you want more podcasts, vote with your five-star review wherever you listen. Your feedback really does make a difference. Now, make it a great day.